Welcome back. We live from the gazebo right now. You know what I'm saying? Welcome our next guest, Skazli. Thank Hi. you so much for being here, man. I Scoot appreciate you, my boy. you, man. Scoot you, my boy. You know what I'm saying? Being here. Shout out to Jameson for uh, letting us record here. You know what I'm saying? Our winter midtown. <laughs> the master. Yes, yes. An audio guru, Jameson. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's, uh, it's not so good weather outside, but it's always good weather in here. That's so, a fact, uh, brother. Tell us a little bit, so the people that don't know, what is good weather and what it means to you? Yeah. So, um, you, as far as like good weather goes, it's one of those things that, as cliche as it could sound or corny as it may seem, it plays to the user. So I do feel that I'll give you what I, you know, where it started and what it means to me. But again, I, it's it's a very loose. It doesn't yet really have a definition because it again plays to whoever uses it, much like the weather. Um, but again, what uh, where it came from and what it means to me is. Uh, Essentially, I was trying to find something that unified everyone. And I believe that we all come from like a different background. People are, you know, some of us are from the streets. Some of us are from, you know, mom and dad, Silver Spoon. Some of us are from, you know, all over the farm. Some of us are from, you know, the corner store legitimately. So it, it doesn't, we're all from different places. We all have different um, <clears throat> sexual orientations. There's just so many things that make us different that you could just go down the plethora, you know, of them. And I think that one thing that we all have in common um, is the fact that, like, we share this planet that we live on, the weather that we have, the oxygen that we breathe, which are very giant things that we share mm -hmm. and connect. And not to sound like, you know, a tree hug or anything like that, I think recognizing the things that connect us on a on a um on a like on a human level on a, on a level as a species something we can recognize as like either a problem or you know a sanctuary something that we can recognize together always i think that that's something that there's a lot of power in that and i think that you may love like a sunny day like you said the weather was kind of wild outside me personally like i love that like i love kind of like a overcast I like it when it's cold sometimes because like it just makes it makes me a little bitter and i think that again the the power in the weather the, like if it's if you love a sunny day and you wake up and it's raining outside like your day like a little bit of the juice in your day is tweaked it's like someone spiked your drink or something it's like mm -hmm. and you don't even realize it so underlying in the back of your mind you don't know why but your, your day is a little off and it's like that's the it was the weather you had no like you couldn't you know you might not have identified it and I think that there's a lot of power in that. And the fact that I like something that's totally different than what you like represents, again, the fact that we are all from, like, we all have different, everything about mm -hmm. us is different. So it's one of those things where it unites us. We, we unite under the weather. We unite under the fact that, like, regardless, at some point in the year, I'm going to get my favorite type. You're going to get your favorite type. Mm -hmm. And, like, the less and less we appreciate that kind of stuff and the less and less we appreciate each other, the more and more likely we are to have that it's going to be cold more because of global warming because a lot less people care about it, mm -hmm. you know. And all these things play a, a significant role and like, we, you see what's happening, like, in Australia and you see what, like, you see things happening that are directly affecting parts of the world where, like, your grandkids might not even know about. Mm -hmm. And that's, 
that's wild. You know, that's unfortunate, but it's cr- but it's real and that's really happening. And I think that we can all recognize that. Like, we can all recognize that there's people that are homeless right now that, like, are freezing outside. You know what I mean? Like, they 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 need good weather. These people no, need good weather. weather. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all need mm-hmm. this shit. Like, that's what I'm saying. Y'all need this shit. It's like, they, they you, you, and they're not thought about. No one's thought about. People aren't thought about. You know, we get so complacent in these small habitual movements that we make as people, as individuals, where we'll get stuck in our lives that we'll forget to appreciate the sun, mm-hmm. to appreciate the fact that, like, thank God it's sunny out because somebody's nephew that they love fucking dearly is outside right now and needed the sun to be out because this is where the fuck they live. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so I think, again, it's so powerful. Good weather is so powerful that it's something that whether you have a dollar or you have a million, it, it's it's for you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's for all of us. So um, whether you take that as how you feel and what it means, that's up to you. But that's what it really means to me. And I always wanted nice shit. As a kid, um, was never really in the position to have the nicest shit, but I was never in the position where we didn't have. So I was in that, like, not even limbo, because I was probably to the lower end, but regardless, I would see growing up my whole life, like, these little social cues that separate us so far, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it be the shoes you got or, you know, what your mom dressed like when she came to pick you up because you got sent home early or some shit it's like these are the things that straight up like define us Mm -hmm. and they don't and i think the closer we get to humbling ourselves down to appreciating the sun and appreciating the simple things at a younger age um i think we get further and further away from those things that separate us Mm -hmm. and i think we get to a place where we don't necessarily need walls we don't necessarily need boundaries like, I'm one of those people, I invite you into my heart and my home, stranger or not. I give everyone the open opportunity to kill me, stab me, rob me once. You can do it one time. And if you do it and you get it gone, that's, that's, then you, you might have stopped, you, you, you stopped something potentially great that you could have had going on. But I say that to say that if I'm one person out here that is honestly giving you my heart, giving you my trust, like, I don't know you, man, but I trust you, brother. Like, I, if shit goes down and ops roll up this is my shit you ain't smoked it you ain't smoked you know what i'm saying like that's how i honestly like i love all of y'all because no matter what like you are somebody somebody and that shit is real like yeah. something happens to you bro that's some real shit like that's got ripples and like even if it, even if it doesn't you know it does because i met you now and i care about you you know what i mean like real shit like and and i've been robbed i've been fucking betrayed by people i don't know and people i love and and I've learned all these things, and and a lot of times that that energy is just misdirected. You know, wherever it's coming from, it's something. It's coming from, it's some coming from there, and that shit's fucked up. And I'm gonna let y'all keep it pushing. Like you can do that to somebody, you ain't gonna do it to me again. Mm-hmm. But my whole thing is, is like real shit. Like I give you that opportunity to be part of something, cause like this good weather shit is literally for everybody. It's not like. I don't own it. I don't run it. I'm not the fucking man that you are beneath me and I need everyone. I don't have any power trip. I don't have like a goal. My main overall objective with this, if I did have one, is the communal space of 
me knowing you and you knowing me and me not having to fucking act like if I see you on the street and if I'm looking at you, I'm looking at you and I, I might wave to you and be like that. You don't have to be like, fuck is your problem, bro? What? What? You got. You could be like, "How you doing, man?" Like, cause yo, you you get this fucking, you get this, you get this very clear. I remember in the cartoons, and they might still write them that way, but in the cartoons, you got the neighborhood, and you see the lady walking down the street, and you, morning neighbor, you know, and like that. It's like that shit could be that. It was a real thing at one point in the city, in the streets, in the fucking neighborhoods. Now it's like, I got my phone, I ain't talking to you, I ain't talking to you, I don't know you, I don't know them, I don't give a fuck about y'all, y'all are shit. It's like, these are whole people, bro, these are whole sex of the world, you know what I mean? And it's like, the, the, the more we box ourselves out, and the more we, you know, like, again, I don't like that kind of, the, the, the swag rap, I don't always like that shit, but like, I can't turn my, you know, I can't, sh- if I turn my shit away to that, I'm not gonna meet people that make that shit, and you know, get inspired and find other creative avenues. And this is the other thing, man. Everybody, right? Because life is such a wild thing. Everybody's got a fucked up part of their puzzle, whether it be five days, five minutes, five hours, five mm-hmm. years. There's a fucked up part of your life or it all accumulates throughout life because life is never on one perfect stretch. But there's one part of your life that makes you you. And like was that chemical X component that made you your, you know, you, you. And, like, I think the fact that everyone has it, whether you're the pompous asshole that's sitting behind your desk fat and you don't, you dismiss me as a human being, like, you just forgot about your moment. You know what I mean? The same way that I live and think about my moment every day. So I look up, I look at that shit and I'm, it's one of those things where it's like, I work for my money. I, I don't, you know, again, I humbly, I humbly get mine. But I honestly want everyone to get theirs. And I think the way we start that, the way we start that is we just start having the conversation. You know, we just open up the open up, you know, the barrier that is long since stood between me and you. And we just say hi. Mm-hmm. And it's harder and harder with the, the, the cooler these things get mm-hmm. because we used to sit on the buses. And we didn't have this shit. To fucking stare at so we had to kind of like look over at the next person mm-hmm. and stare at the dude until eventually we said something mm-hmm. or they said something it's like that's just happening less and less so i think making brands like this and making uh you know making lifestyle choices that follow suit with this good weather shit i honestly think gets us to a place where we can have both you can have your cake and eat it too i can have this phone you know, I'm proof, man. I'm talking to you right now. I haven't looked at this thing once since mm-hmm. I got here. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I can put it down. And then when we're done, I can pick it back up and log my time on whatever I want. But it's like, mm-hmm. dog, I might never get this chance with you again. I might never get another chance That's to talk to you true. again. I might never get a chance to see you again. Listen to the music that, you know what I mean? Like, so I honestly believe that, like, we are all in a space every given moment at every given time to, like, it's it's like we're always tested, like, Make that move, bro. Because the person next to you might be ready to go. Like, they might be ready mm-hmm. to check the fuck out, and you have no idea. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if they do, you won't know. But somebody will. And you had a mm-hmm. chance, bro, to be that person that changed everything, man. And it's like, you don't... I don't do it for that. Again, I don't... But you have the opportunity to help someone get out of a space. And then it'll help you, man. It'll fucking help you. Because now you got somebody that is always going to want to be a part of you because you helped them. You know what I mean? It's just like... Mm-hmm. Good is good. It's like the way misery loves company, so does goodwill, brother. Like, goodwill loves that shit. 
So. And so does good weather. And this is inspiring, man. This is, and I and I appreciate everything that you just said because a lot of people don't have the opportunity to hear it. And I appreciate you giving me the platform. And this right Speaker. here, that represents everything that you just said. It's a community of people, and it represents something larger than me. And I wanted that yeah. to be a. Hey, there's always good weather in the gazebo, man. Trust right, me. I love hearing that, bro. It's good things, man. And it's always going to be here, man. I'm always down, bro. I'm nice. always down to sit in, talk, you know. Absolutely. So tell in. me a little bit about how you and Mason first linked up, I guess. Uh, I guess um, Money Call was, was that the first? Was that the first production from Mason? And, uh, Honestly, I don't, don't think so. think so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We, um, we did some stuff before that. We did a couple things before that, but, like, I couldn't. Uh, my boy Ant. I wish he was here right now. He'll be mm -hmm. here in like two weeks, so we'll have to do yeah. another one. He got nice, you because nice. he knows all of this shit. Uh, but we need more guests. Man. Yeah, nah, that's my brother. Like, good brothers. That's another thing. My boy Ant Live. That's my brother. Like, he's he would be right here. He will be next time. Mm -hmm. But uh, he's in Cali trying to bring good brother out there, and he's been doing that, pushing that. We'll talk awesome. about that then. But awesome. but nah, um, awesome. he uh, he's actually the reason that I actually know him and met him. My boy Ant. And um, this kid Rico, Rico Morel, um, he was a rap. He's like a rapper right here. I don't know if he raps anymore. If he's still doing shit, um, but anyway, he uh, those two kind of got me into this circle and and knowing him, um, and I don't really recall what the first couple songs we made because I don't know if we ever really released them yeah. or if we did anything with them or what happened. But we made a couple songs. But I feel like most of them were like throwaways. Mm. They were like, we sat down five minutes, tried to cook something in five minutes. It's like we didn't really get to apply the pressure at those times, you know, that we wanted mm. to. And then eventually we did make like, there was a song. And then there was a, uh, what? Uh, shit. I'm sorry, man. I honestly, no, I'm bad with all, this stuff. I'm so <coughs> bad. Um, oh, good. There was like, some throwbacks. There was a couple throwbacks, bro, but I'm struggling a blank. But like, I do remember, I remember making money calling because I remember that. I remember, I remember the other one after that. There was mm. a, there was another one we I did. Think it was bankroll. Yeah. Bankroll. Bankroll. Yeah. And they were fun, dude. They were a lot of fun, bro. They were fun. Like they were a lot of fun, and they actually were pretty decent. Like the beats always go crazy. That's the thing. Like. I regret, I do regret some of the, like, some of the cha opportunities I had because I've gotten so much better and looking back, I'm like, damn, mm -hmm. man, like, you had some good shots. Yeah. But, I mean, that's, that's the one thing that, like, comes with this music shit, like, you, you know, you get better as you go. Absolutely. So. That's all we try and do, too. So, yeah, yeah, but, but, um, and I only know that because now when I pull up, like, it's a different vibe, like. Cause the other day, like I linked up and like it was like, I was here like three hours and it was like we worked hard on like one song, and that shit's fire. Like I think that shit's fire. If we like, if I if I I don't know what else I might want to do to it or if anything, but it's fire. I listen to it so much. I've listened to it a bunch of times. It's fire. I would it's love to hear it. Yeah, we'll listen to it. Cool. Um, uh, it's fire. And then, right before I was leaving, he play, he was playing some other shit, and. Uh, 
this one of the beats came on and I was just listening bop and it was like a bop type John and that's like again I'm one of those people like I'll get on anything now at one point I was like I'm trying to get on one type of beat but now I'll get on anything make anything I'll get auto-tuned all the way the fuck out mm -hmm. but and that track was like what solidified that for me because mm -hmm. That everyday shit, dog. That shit, I, I do be listening to that for times. That shit slaps, yo. That shit hits, bro. That shit slaps, bro. But, nah. Um, I think the question more along the lines is, like, what's to come? Because the stuff that's there, it's like, take it or leave it. It's, if, if it's there, if it's there, it's, it's whatever. The beats are always going to be crazy because he has never lacked on the beats. But it's easy... It's easy to to be like, damn, I wish this, damn, I wish some, ah, I wish, I wish so-and-so would have been on this beat. Or, uh, I would, as soon as you hear it, because yeah. you're like, damn, this beat slaps. Yeah. But that's, that's in my opinion, what it is. Like, for me. It's and like, I even kind of look, I even kind of look at like money calling and like, and bankroll like that. Because again, bro, I've just, I'm a whole different caliber rapper now. I can, mm -hmm. artists in general, I can, when it comes to rap specifically though if like if we gotta if we gotta catch a body on this one i got you if we gotta yeah. like if we gotta fucking be on the beach in the sand relaxing i got you i'm not yeah. saying i'm doing that in the song but i'm saying i got you we gonna get there i'm gonna lock in we gonna go crazy mm -hmm. i'm gonna get we gonna go crazy because that's where i'm at now like i you throw me on whatever like because again i told you who i like i like those guys mostly bars but in my opinion, if you're good at doing bars, if you're nice with the pen, oh, dude, it's easy as fuck to write, like, dumb your bars down or slow, easy, you know, break them down slower. I think yeah. it's way easier. I just think a lot of these rappers don't do it enough. You know, I think, like, imagine, like, I don't, I don't think, I'm going to just use him as an example because he's somebody that doesn't do it. But imagine if, like, fucking M tried to get on, like, a fucking crazy-ass, like, like a, like a Sunny Digital, like, like, Something crazy like a TM88, yeah. South Side, just yeah. some different that he's not on at all. You know, you know what I'm saying? And then like, don't do your Eminem thing on it. Don't sound like Eminem on it. Mm -hmm. Try to be Eminem in that world. So if it, you know what I mean, like, it, so I want you to pretend you're Eminem, but you're Post Malone's age or you're fucking. Southside's age, mm -hmm. sitting with Southside, fucking pouring up with Southside, doing whatever the fuck he's doing right next to him. Don't do it necessarily, but sit there and get in there mm -hmm. and take your M there. Because I would love to fucking hear that. Because I'm sorry, then you're going to make Southside be like, oh, word, all right, like I got to step my shit up just a tad. Now Southside, mm -hmm. you thought Southside was fire, but now mm -hmm. look at him. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I'm just saying because True. these guys aren't getting... They, they're just sitting there in their little bubbles and they just keep, and they're nuts. Like, but they got, so, T Grizzly's one I look at, that dude has not had anybody come down into his world with him and just be like, fuck up. Because like T Grizzly, in my opinion, is one of those dudes that could, he, he'll he never be what he could be. And mm. dog, <laughs> there's so many rappers like that. Like G Herbo, he's about to step into his world. Like I'm so proud. He's making this transition. G Herbo's about to be a boss. I'm pretty sure Dirk's going that way. Like. I'm hoping that these guys kind of do that. Mm -hmm. But these are the dudes that if you look at their catalogs, they got the Beanie Seagulls on their tracks. They got the fucking, they got the dudes that like were really out here when the world was fucking crazy yeah. and everybody was getting shot and everybody was getting robbed and everybody, people, like there was no fake bulls out here saying that shit. So yeah. it's like, they learned how to move correctly with the Jim Joneses and with the dip sets and all that. Yeah. Like, so 
I really, I, again, it's one of them things. Like, I think, like, you have to, whether you're in there or not, you got to get in there. You know what I mean? You got to mm -hmm. jump on them beats. You got to find them songs. You got to get on that. Because they, what, what do they say about X? I don't like him. I never listened to him. Mm -hmm. What do they say about Peep? I never liked him. Don't listen to him. But what do they yeah. say about him? These guys can, yeah, they can rap. They can do rock. They can do, yeah, because they get into different fucking pockets. Somebody, they don't sit there and listen to the same boom bat beats all day or the same trap beats all day. Somebody will throw on a Jimi Hendrix instrumental that bleeds into Alanis Morissette instrumental that leads into that, leads into that. And next, you know, you got Juice World listening to fucking like Mumbo Number no. 5. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. this is weird. Shit will get weird. And my whole point is, is something's going to come out of it. Some dude's going to be sitting there in his room like Jameson to hear that shit, get inspired to do some shit, make a crazy ass beat, give one of us an opportunity to get on it. Then we get on it. Then somebody else hears that shit, runs up the local scene. Everybody blows up. Next thing you know, all that happened from the fact somebody was like, well, you know what? I'm just going to try something different today. Yeah. Sure. Ooh, that's a ripple effect of amazing shit. Uh, my God. Uh. So... Yo, I'd, I'd be on everything. I'm jumping on everything. So what's to come is the question, brother. To come full circle with that, I think what's to come. And I think a lot a lot of crazy shit because it's every day at this point. Like, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, blessed to, I'm blessed to be in the position where I think my, my skill is there where I can do that. Humbly, I say that because I've worked for it. You know what I mean? Like, I've been fucking doing this for a while. But... I'm not somebody that I've only been doing it for a year. I've maybe seriously been taking it seriously for like a year and a half, two years. But like I haven't, like I, I've been like rapping since like I'm, you know, I'm 24 now. I started rapping when I was like probably like 16, mm -hmm. um, 17, somewhere there. Yeah. Young age. Yeah, yeah somewhere high, there. High school age. I like. mean, I remember exactly how or why I started, but. Um, it was one of those situations where I uh, was at a party and um, everybody was in a circle not rapping. And uh, actually, so to the time, I don't remember what year it was, but the beat that was playing was Gang Bang by Wiz mm. off Cabin Fever. Mm -hmm. Fever. I remember that. Yeah. So that was on. And it wasn't the beat, it was just a song. And like the one bull there was rapping and he was just rapping the song lyrics and everybody was like rocking with it. And he had like the beat turned down. <clears throat> like he had the song turned down. Um, the song was turned down, but the, uh, like you could still kind of hear it in the background. And he was like rapping the lyrics like loud enough that it kind of sounded like they were his lyrics. Mm. And it was such a new like song that like no one knew it gangbang no one knew it at the time mm -hmm. so it was at that point um so whenever that came out but anyway it was like that was a very new song and it wasn't like at the point that it was like popularly new it was just like new on the scene so he's like rapping the words that so everybody's like damn like you really spit to gangbang like from wiz, by wiz. that song's so crazy yeah. it's crazy right it's <laughs> crazy yeah, it's yo he it's went crazy but that's when everybody thought yeah. he was rapping because yeah. he did the big sean part that was that uh, lex luger on the beat too of course it was, it was. yeah, yeah. So, nice. Dog. so like nice so that. he fucking Big Sean's That's part awesome. comes in, and you just everybody knows how it comes in that on that. He nice. goes crazy it's off crazy. that, and he just just goes in. There's so much swag. And my boy was spitting the whole shit, and we were like, "Yo, like, 
Then I lean in on the radio and I'm like, bro, are you rapping this shit? He's like, yeah, bro, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, why are you acting like you were rapping that? And like all the girls were rocking with him and shit. And then he was like, no, I can rap though. And then I was like, all right, bro, like do it. So I like look it up on YouTube trying to find. And like this was back when like that didn't happen that fast. Mm -hmm. So there was no gangbang instrumental. There was no remake yet. So like we just look. But like songs were coming up that were similar. Like there was like, you know, how the algorithm set up Mm -hmm. back then. And like it was nothing similar to Gangbang. It was just an instrumental at that yeah, point. Called Gangbang or something. So, yeah. so dog, like some other shit came on. It came on, and he starts rapping, and it's the worst shit I ever heard in my life, ever in my life. And every girl in there was just mesmerized, like mesmerized. And I'm sitting there like, I started getting mad. Now listen, Ow. this is the other thing. Is the camera on? Is the camera on too? Is the camera? Yeah, yeah. Oh, what up, dog? So, um, I was, I was like, just about like nine months ago, I was a hundred and like thirty pounds heavier than I am now, and my whole life I was fat. So like, this is kind of new. So back then I was fat, and I was always funny. So being funny, being loud, being outgoing, being able to talk, carry carry a room. That gets you in with the bitches, gets you in. Mm-hmm. All, so I never struck out. I always had bad bitches, ugly bitches. I didn't care. So my whole thing was like, all of the bitches are excited about this dude's bars. And I'm like, ah, oh, I know I could do better than that. Yeah, let me do something real quick. Way. So I just, let me do something I, real I'm just quick. sitting there and I'm like, because he was off the rhythm. Like, I'm like, if you don't, because you, you could sit there and be like, you could do a fucking O'Malley and just be like, and then I did it. You and at least it, people might rock with you, but act like you do it. You know what I'm saying? But he's sitting here like the beats, like, and he's like, I did that off. And then I'm like, bro, all right, man, like, and all everybody's like, damn, yo, and I'm like, no fucking way. So I, I, I I'm like, I, I, I was like, yo, you killed the beat, bro. You killed that, killed that. I put on. I, I looked up some shit. I'm like, bro. Like, I'm thinking, like, what, what's got a beat? 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 I'm just thinking, like, what's got a beat? What's got a beat? I was just like, fuck it. Put on in the club. The fucking in the club by Fifty Cent. It's a big popular song. I put that on. You know how to do do. I was like, oh, so I was like, and bro was like, oh shit. He's like, oh shit. The kid that was rapping, he was all excited. I was like, go ahead, bro. You can go first. So he goes on. And it was like one of them long ass like repeated ones. So it was like it went to a certain point and then just looped. It wasn't like a full on no, instrumental. So it just kept going. It was like a like a sixteen minute loop, dog. <laughs> so we were all thinking we were about to get our shit off, right? He was going in. We let him go for like now again. We're young and like all, all the bitches were just mesmerized. Everybody's drunk too, mind you. This was like a house party type shit. And it's like no bullshit. It's like forty heads. So it's a lot like and like a good like twenty four. It's a good ratio. Yeah. Them bitches were girls, like, yeah. and they were all rocking with him. Like all the bitches that were upstairs came down. It was like everybody in the house was rocking with him. And I'm like, word, you got that. And like it's trash. So I'm thinking like I'm gonna just go up there and like as I gotta do is at least that good, right? Yeah. <laughs> like and I'm in there because like all these bitches that were like I, like there was bitches that I was trying to fuck for like a minute. They were like it, five seconds. We're like okay, and they don't even look at this nigga either. So I'm like, all right, because his ears were like out to here. That's my man's. So I was like, got you. So I step up to the plate and just let it go, bro. And I was at least on rhythm. I don't know exactly what I said, how I said it, 
but I went off. And and when I say I went off, I mean as good as I would have been back then. But I went off and everybody was like, put on another one, put on. And he was so mad, he went in the bathroom. And I was like, yeah, I started rapping about him in the fucking bathroom. I was like cut, cutting on him. I was shitting on him. I was just a, so then I'm like was dancing in my shit. So the kid thought he could rap. He like pulls up on me, starts rapping. And now I'm like, I'm, I'm drunk. I'm like taking shots from people like out of their hands. Like I'm feeling my shit. You know what I mean? Cause I like I like I'm glad that I ch- changed a little bit, but like I was like that. I got cocky very fast, big head very fast, and yo, he, <laughs> I shit on it. Like everybody that was like, and like to the point where all the dudes kind of like got mad and all went into the garage and smoked, and I'm just down there rocking with like all the bitches. A couple of them went upstairs to smoke, but like most of them would have went to smoke, and none of them would have chilled with me ever, aside from like. Getting drunk with me, pouring a shot with me, maybe like making out with me, maybe fucking with me, and then maybe fucking with me and not telling anybody about it. But regardless, now I'm downstairs with all these bitches and everybody's upstairs mad at me. And I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna run this shit. So I'm just sitting here talking to everybody and they realize how funny I am, how cool I am. So I'm like working in there. I like smashed a couple of those bitches, not that night, but like two of them that night. Not at the same time, but it was fun. And the whole point was, is that's why I started rapping because I was like, oh. This is cool, like, this is dope. So, next thing you know, at every party, everybody's like, bro, you gotta rap, bro, you gotta rap, bro, you gotta rap. And we were the ones throwing the parties. Like, mm-hmm. again, like, I was friends with all the bitches, but I wasn't f- ever smashing, like, any of the ones that I wanted to mm-hmm. until I started rapping. So, when I started rapping, it was like, we're cool. And then, um... So, fast forward that now, that, that experience to, like, performing live in Baltimore and doing shit like that. Like, yeah. Now, well, now how's that? How's that you feel? You look like a different person too. No, I was just saying, how does that? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's, it's a whole. It's wild, right? Yeah, it really is. It's like it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but but now, nah, um, shout out to you though. That's cool. Appreciate yeah. you. <laughs> nah, uh, <laughs> nah. I um, the whole it, it just was one of them things. Like it was a growing process, bro. Like it's mm, it's it's like I to go from going from there. That's a giant leap, but. Um, I mean, my, I had an actual producer before that. He was in a car accident. Like, I had a, a producer that my boy Jordan, he, he like, he, he, we called him the producer because he thought he made beats, but he didn't. He just would take YouTube beats and add, like, an 808 to it or mm-hmm. something. So we, like, thought he was making them because it all looked the same. So we were mm-hmm. like, where are you? Got you. And they all sound cool. And he would always pull out a little, there would all be these little cuts in the shit where it would be somebody's tag and he would just section that shit out and we would think yeah. that he was just putting cuts in the beats and they would always be in like awkward spots yeah. so I'm like alright well whatever we never knew anybody so we're just rapping on them thinking he's cutting all these beats for us and like we like yo he's a goat and then he got into a um, he got into a car accident and like he was my like one of my best friends but he got into a car accident and uh, somebody hit him like a drunk driver or some shit she hit him like going like 80 in like a big ass like tundra or some shit mm-hmm. and he was like in a little civic driving mm-hmm. to work and like he was like he died like twice and then came back and he had like a tbi traumatic brain injury mm-hmm. and like it fucked his whole shit up so like the music shit like kind of stopped for a little bit and then i just went to shows so i'm going to shows and this dude's at the show and he's like comes up to the stage and i'm one of those people like i'm always a good time even when i was an asshole i was a good time so it's like always having fun mm-hmm. 
So I go to shows. Openers, I go crazy for openers because nobody else is, nigga. Like, and this was before I was rapping or even taking it, even thinking I was ever gonna be one. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, I'm always at a show, and I'm like, I paid for this fucking ticket, and this is before I was able to drink. You know, I'm 15, 16, 17. Mm-hmm. I paid for this fucking ticket. I'm gonna be in the front row, and I'm gonna be going crazy for fucking everybody. Unless you're up there trash, then I'm, not, I mean, I'm gonna be like, bro, like, I'm gonna just kind of bob my head. At least I'll give you that because I know you're up there on the stage. But you go to concerts, there'll be people legitimately, like, looking around. And I, I don't ever want to be that person that's, like, mm-hmm. looking around, waiting for somebody to have fun. Mm-hmm. I'd be that nigga that you're looking for. And when you see me having fun, it might entice you. And then once you start, and then your friend might start, and then your friend. And then now people are like, oh, okay, like, this right. Mm-hmm. And then, like, then you next thing you know, like, people are like, well, the opener's really not that bad, bro. He's actually mm-hmm. kind of rocking. Like, mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, people are like, damn, bro, that opener's actually fucking dope, bro. Who was that kid? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I wasn't even thinking about it like that. But I was always thinking, like, if you're dope, I'm going to show love. And I even said that earlier about, like, the whole mm-hmm. dick rider type shit. It's like, mm-hmm. I... I'll get crazy, bro. I'll rock out like your fucking kid ink or like you're like the dude I went to see, Burner, whoever at the time, like it was, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I'm gonna rock out like I'm there to see like you're them because that's essentially what you are. Cause eventually you will be if you stay on that and you keep working, yeah. you will be that motherfucker. And then I'll be like, yo, I remember when you was an opener, dog. I saw you in this because I used to be that way. I used to go like Dizzy Wright. Do you know who that is? Yes, sir. He's somebody I saw before he was big. Like we were out in Vegas, saw him at a small spot, saw him like multiple times, saw him a bunch of like different times, like That's when a, he was young. It's actually very interesting. That bleeds but, into my next. But hold, hold on, hold on. Bit. So like, so we jump. So fast forward real quick. So I'm at the show. The bull is um, opening up for, I believe, Burner. And nobody's rocking with him, but he's actually going off. And nobody's rocking with him. And I'm going crazy. And then I got my friends to go crazy because we were all spliffed the fuck out. Everybody's lit, going dumb, hype. And um, next thing you know, yo, the rest of the crowd went crazy. And, like, the dude said to me, he was like, bro, he, like, ran down, jumped in the crowd, was rocking, was in the crowd, took his shirt off, like, had a moment, right? And, like, straight up ran up on me and was like, bro, like, you did that for me, bro. Like, like, like we got to be in touch. I appreciate that. Like, for real. Like, mm-hmm. da, 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 da. I'm like, yo, like, uh, word, I got you, dog. Like, I'm just wow. going to see Burner. But, like, love. That's all. Like, I didn't even care. Like, I didn't even care. But then he hit me on Facebook and just was like, yo, I really appreciate that. And I was like, word. Like, I mean, wow. what's up, man? And then he kept putting singles out and I was sharing them and shit. And then the one day he had another show and I went and he had another show and I went and then I told him I rapped and he heard my shit and he heard my shit on like my little videos and stuff. And he was like, dog, like, you're actually nice, bro. Like, we need to get on the track. I was like, word. And then I got on a track with him and he was just like, bro, like, you're so much better than me. Like, we need to go do this at a show. I was like, all right. So he had a show and was like, bro, you need to come do this with me. So we went and um, fucking did that shit. And it was crazy. And, um. Then right after that, my boy hit me up and was like, yo, we, I got a show coming up. We're opening up for Montana 300. And I'm like, word. Wow, that's a great. And he, a great I was movie. like, I was like, I mean, I, I don't fuck with his music at all, but like, word, like, let's go. It's a good following. So we went and it was like all but sold out at this place called The Reverb. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. we we like weren't ready for it, but we, we got up there. My boy Ant had my boy Ant live that will be here next time. Had the uh, had the beats that he made, so we had a couple songs and we went up there and we performed our songs and it was like lit. We got to perform in front of like almost a sold out show, mm-hmm. and there was people like we got so many followers and like connects and people that we met and like networked with and 
nothing really happened with, but it was just like I'm. I got people that actually now like follow and check for my shit, and um, it was just one of those things where like I realize now like you just got to do those shows. You got to do a million over. Go open up for people you don't want to see. You know, rock sure. out, go crazy, do your set, go places you want us so they want to perform or perform there like you said earlier every single opportunity that you can have with a person whether it's just an interaction a meeting even a, a definitely a performance like that it is influencing somebody in some way they're like damn either way they're gonna talk about it they're gonna be like either that opening was trash and they're gonna be like damn was he really that bad and they're gonna be look at it like damn yeah look at his music it was really that bad either way that's publicity i always heard even though i don't really believe in it negative publicity even negative publicity is good publicity right, yeah, yeah. so i i don't know it just it comes back to that perception part of who's really rocking with you and like you said you can be a true influence in that where people are just saying okay all it takes is one person to be like yeah i fuck with it they're not leaders not everybody's a leader right and you seem to be a real true leader and i mean that like in a true sense of like being and like i, I appreciate, appreciate that, that man like yeah, more that. people need to speak their truth and be honest with themselves and I just really want you to talk about a little bit, just sort of about like your your message that you have for the fans or people that just, you support you or the people that look into you. Just sort of like what you want people to know. Yeah. Um, so I guess to um, like the fans, friends, family, people that are just pushing for me or pushing for art in general, um, I think just, again, keep an open mind to everything keep an open ear keep an open heart keep an open everything keep an open door if you can if you can afford to um just keep an open situation for anything and anyone because uh everybody needs people and like people need complete strangers more than sometimes we need the family that we got we need we need like that communion um so i think one message I would give to everybody right now is like good health. So take care of yourself. Drink lots of fucking water if you're in the position to. Mm -hmm. um, if you can drink clean water, drink clean water. But the tap is good. I promise you, you can drink that. There's a little bit of fluoride in there. So watch, you know, maybe your fluoride. But I think Depending you're good. On your location. I think. As well. I, but again, I I don't know too much on that. But drink as much fucking water as you can because Absolutely. that shit changed my life. Like I started drinking. You know, a gallon of water a day, and that shit changed my life. And then I started drinking two gallons of water a day, and my life got better. So I don't know that you drink more than that, because that might be too much. And you are going to pee a lot, but drink a lot of water. And um, shout out to Gallon Gang, because you know what it is. <laughs> they, they be They be off the agua like crazy. They be off that issue of like nuts. Absolutely. Um, but I, I kind of took that, the, the Gallon Gang shit into consideration when I started drinking water mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. but drink a lot of water and fucking open your heart to everything because life is very short and it'll get longer with the uh, the more people that you put in your life and uh, the more water you put in your body so that's my message I to the fans right it. now I love it and anybody that knows me they know I drink a lot of goddamn water so it's good weather bro it's great it's always good weather here man so as we finish that up Tell me how that Dizzy Wright experience was. I know you met him, so yeah, how man. Was so, that? so like, we uh, we actually went to a show um, to see him, and it was at like he was opening up for the Cottonmouth Kings, which was right after he got his Double XL cover um, in tw 2013, I think it was, and 
we ran down to the Rite Aid up the street in Baltimore City, and we ran down to the fucking, mm-hmm. to the to one of the Rite Aids and grabbed a bunch of double XL so he'd sign them, and uh, we got we got to the fucking the show and. It was like, again, like I said, it was like a Cottonmouth King thing, which was like, we weren't even really aware who they were, but they were like a sublime type, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, hip, like weed hip hop group type shit, like yes, yep. hair, dreadlock type shit, beach boy shit. So, uh, we didn't know that and we didn't know the openers and Snow the Product, if you've ever heard of her, she's a female from, I believe like. She's from the West Coast. She's from Cali. She's okay. crazy. She's bars and she's bad and she's nice with the she's nice with the Ooh, bars. Nice, nice. But yeah, she's n- like bad as fuck with the bars, bro. Like I'm she, gonna have to she's tune illmatic in. with it. But um, she raps in Spanish as well. She's ridiculous. That's but awesome. uh, nah, she was one of the openers, and then there was a band called Eskimo Cowboy that was there, and we thought that that was like a rapper or something, but mm-hmm. it was a band, and they were from Germany, and that was their first time in the states, and they were actually like a death metal band, and wow. they were like crazy and came out with some like nutty ass shit and so again we thought we were going to see a dizzy show and really it was like all these other types of vibes Mm -hmm. and dizzy was just there performing so there was like five or six people aside from the four that came with me Mm -hmm. there to see him so he was like shit he was like well he he was like i'm about to get a drink after i'm done here this set so if any of my fans want to like Come over and say what's oh. up. I'll take pictures da, 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 at the bar over there, and it was like an open bar oh, setup. That's so awesome. We were at twenty one at the time, so we walk over and we couldn't like go up on the bar, but we like waved to him and came over, and he was so fucking short. I couldn't get over how short he was, and I was like looking at him. Like, that's hilarious. I was like, yeah, you're one of us. Like we're all like standing together. I was like, yo, and I'm looking at my boys like, yo, that's Dizzy right right there. Like, like that's fucking Dizzy right there. Like yeah. that's the goat right there. Cause we he wasn't the goat yet, but he was about to be right. Oh man, and I like, always was tuned into him. Super into Dizzy. Funk and like, yep. bro, yeah, bro. So it's like it was just so hype, and I was like talking to him like about hops and shit, and talking to him about everything, and it was just so crazy and surreal. And I was like, where? And he was like, well, look. He's like, I don't know what y'all are doing. He's like, but I gotta go do this little quick five minute interview with a local thing about my double XL shit, and then. I'm gonna come back, and if y'all y'all can come backstage and we can kick it, smoke some smoke some smoke some blunts and shit, vibe out. That's dope. I was like, oh my god, no way, like no fucking way, like, and fanning out. Yo, it was crazy. So the Cottonmouth Kings just got on because Disney was their opener, so he they just mm-hmm. got on. They do they do like a forty five minute set and then they chilled on stage did a signing that was like an hour. So wow. an hour forty five minutes go by and Disney's like still not back and we're like, oh man, he's out. Cause he was a little tipsy when he was saying all that, so mm. we were like, "Oh, he's gone." So, uh, me and my boys were sitting there, and I was like, "I was like, bro, we should wait." And my other boy, my other boy, De- Devil, was like, "Yeah, we should wait." And then my boy Grant was like, "Bro, we gotta go. We're gonna, we're gonna miss the train." I'm like, "Nah, bro, fuck it. Like, we just wait. We'll, we'll, we'll make it. We'll make it. We'll make." It. And like security came up, and they were like, "Bro, you guys gotta go." Like, da-da-da. I'm like, "Dude, we're with Dizzy." Da da da. He's like, "He's like Dizzy ain't even here, man." Like, like mm. he, he like da-da-da. I'm like, ah. Oh. He's like, you guys gotta go, and I'm like, but we're with him. Like, I promise you, we're with him. Like, I got my hat signed by him. I got, I got my, my look. I got my magazine signed by him. I'm like, bro, we're with him. And he's like, bro, you, like you guys aren't with him. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm telling you, we're with him, bro. And like, my boy Grant was like, dude, we're fucking with him. And I'm just like, yo, to like the security and the security guard looks at us and is just like, yeah, I gotta go. So as soon as he starts to kind of walk us out, Dizzy walks up and he's just like, yo, 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 these are my boys. These, these guys are with me. 
And we couldn't believe it. Like this, this is like the greatest. Couldn't thing. fucking yes. believe it this in our like, lives. That ass could not believe it. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're with us. And I'm just sitting there like, Dizzy just like said it to the kid. Like I'm in my mind. I'm just like, I'm like, Dizzy just waved off security for us. He's like, we, we just had like the they're with us moment. Like that was it. Like I'm looking at my boy Devin like, dog, that really just fucking happened, bro. Like, and he's looking at me like, dog. Like, and I'm like, yeah, like we're just having this fucking mental like, God damn, we're about to go backstage with Dizzy fucking right in 2013 before this nigga's anybody. Like he just breaking out, bro. So this is a young dude. He just had his son. Like I was talking to him about it. It was crazy because I was a super fan, bro. Mm -hmm. Super fan. Like, and I'm sitting there talking to him about it and I'm real good with talking to people, so I wasn't on some like, yeah, man, so what's it like working with Hops? Yeah. I was just like sitting there talking to him, and I was yeah. just like, bro, so like, you know what my favorite song from you is, to mm -hmm. be real with you? And at the time, it really was. And I was just like, this is like, obviously your shit. Everybody knows, so I'm not going to give you this. Like, you know that's your shit. He's like, yeah, that's my shit. I'm like, yeah, that's your shit, Dizzy. That's your shit, my man. We dabbing each other up, because I, like, as soon as he sat down, I was like making sure I got over there because my boys were like, oh, we're going to sit. And like they were all checking their phones and being all sketchy. And I'm like, nope, I'm going right over there. Yeah, yeah, so I yeah. sat right the fuck here. Dizzy sitting yeah. right there. And I'm sitting there like, mm -hmm. no way. But I'm like, I'm acting like cool as shit. So yeah, I'm, I'm rolling up the weed, chilling, talking to him. And like, we're just chilling. And he's got a big ass bag. And he's like, yo, I got to smoke your shit. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. I'm like, bro, like, come on, bro. Like, we, I, I want to smoke with yeah, this nigga. Yeah, and he's yeah, like, yeah, all right, bro. Me, I got you. Me, I got you. Me. He's like, I got you. So let we start me. passing. His security's with us. His security was cool as fuck. His boy Moski, who's always with him, is mm -hmm. cool as fuck. Mm -hmm. These dudes are all chilling. Everybody's around the round table. It's like the nights at the round table. And all my friends are just like, don't know how to talk. So I'm sitting there just... Keeping the conversation going, because Dizzy's high as fucking drunk and having good vibes, but he's, like, losing himself. You know, so I'm, like, trying to keep him with it, because I'm like, yo, we're chilling with Dizzy, let's chill. So I'm talking to him about shit. We're chilling, getting high as fuck, chilling and just talking. And I, I, I tell him, like, that I rap, tell him about everything. I didn't rap for him anything, because I didn't have anything, and I didn't want to, like, just freestyle or nothing. Mm -hmm. But I was just like, because I also, like, I'm sure he gets that, you know what I mean? So I'm mm -hmm. sitting there just trying to talk to him as a man, as a friend, mm -hmm. as a mentor, as someone. Like, I get a chance. It's like, at the time, he was like my J. Cole. Like, I love J. Cole. He's one of my favorite everythings. Like, that's the dude. If I ever get a chance to talk to him, it would be the same love. Like, it would be like that. Mm -hmm. But it's just one of them things, like, I'm not going to fan. Like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, my God. But, like. Yeah, it's, it's love it's just cool yeah. so I'm chilling there talking to him like like it's love and he kept telling me that he's like bro are you are one of the coolest folks like you folk bro like you cool as shit That's so awesome. we're chilling all chilling forever miss the train everything miss our yeah. phones all die right so our phones died. I'm just like, yo, I, I asked the security because I wasn't trying to ask him. I didn't want to be on some sketchball shit. Because I would just had a good-ass fucking two-hour conversation with this man. Wow, that's awesome. Right? Like, that's we just great. chilled. Like, that's, chilled. That's he gave me some game with this rap shit. He told me to just keep going. He's like, yo, even when you feel like it's time to stop, if you end up 30 and you still rapping... You just keep going, bro, because I'm telling you, you're going to bubble. Like, you're going to bubble along with everybody else that just keeps trying. Like, even if it's 15 of you in a group trying wow. to rap, like, that actually will bubble. He's That's like, great advice. He straight told me that, and I was like, he's like, just, like, literally, he's like, right before I was about to give up, I, being, I, got, I started getting calls. Da, da, da. He's like, I'm telling you, that's some real shit. Like, just keep trying. Just keep wow. fucking trying. Don't ever stop. Mm -hmm. I was like, damn, word, got you. Like, as corny yeah. as that sounds, like, I believe it from him because he gave it to me. I was like, 
I asked him what his dream feature would be. He was like, obviously pop, bro. And I was like, like the way he said it, I was like, I know, but come on, man. Like anybody yeah. else, like everybody would say Pac. I, I mean, I wouldn't want Pac, but like, I just was like, damn, I was hoping he would. And he was just like, no, man, Pac. And he gave me a couple other ones, but like Pac was the one. Like he was just that Pac. And I was like, damn, like Pac really messed up to him. So I started talking to him about it. Because Pac don't mean shit to me when it comes to music. Like even mm-hmm. though like from Maryland and all that, like I, it's just I, Pac to me, incredible writer, incredible poetic dude, just one of those dudes that made way too much music. You know, he made songs he should have recorded. He he let himself get wild. So I just wasn't there for the Pac. I was a biggie dude. I don't compare the two. I don't say it that way to be that way. I just simply say, like, Pac was just never my shit. My dad loved Pac. Everybody in my family loved Pac. I was just never on the Pac. But regardless, back to the shit. Um, so we're sitting there in a circle. Phone's fucking dead. I go ask his security. I'm like, yo, is there any way... I could use her phone. I need to call my mom because we don't have a thing. Like, we don't have a, 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 our phones are all dead. And Dizzy's like, bro, I got you, bro. I got you. And he pulls out, like, at the time, like, one of the newest iPhones. And I was like, oh. I was like, oh. like, no way. He opened it up real quick, put on the, he hit the little green button. His phone looked like a regular person's phone. And I'm just sitting here. That's how my mind was working at the time. I'm just like, his phone's like, it's a new iPhone. And, like, no one here has those. But, like, I'm, like, sitting there, like, it's a regular phone. Like, I just thought it would be... Dead. Like, in my mind, I'm just like, it's a regular phone. And I'm like, it's regular buttons. It's... I call my mom. My mom's phone rings. She doesn't answer. Phone rings again. She doesn't answer. Devin calls his mom. His mom answers right away. I'm like, thank God. Told his mom as soon as she pulled up to get us. Because she was mad as fuck. Where the fuck are you, God? Wow. Mad as shit. She didn't believe it. She still didn't give a fuck when we told her that we were chilling with this rapper. She's like, I don't give a fuck. We, like, showed her, like, who he was. She was like, I don't uh, care. I'm like, dog, like, you don't understand. But I was, like, sitting there, and we got higher shit at Devin's house, and we're just starstruck. And I'm, like, thinking, like, Devin. He's like, what? I'm like, Dizzy Wright's phone number is in your mom's phone. <laughs> you know, like, uh, pause for a second. And we're just, like, uh, and my boy Devin looks at me, he's like, that's he runs, snatches his mom's phone hella, quicker than fuck. Puts it, we put all put it in our phone. I'm like, dude, nobody hit him because he'll fucking block it. He'll change his number. Nobody hit him. I was like, on 420, we're gonna smoke an ounce to him. We'll send him a video because he hated. Like he told me, I forget if it was his son's. If 420 is his son's birthday, or if it's right before, it's the day before or something. Mm. But it's like one of those, something like that. So I remember like the conversation about his like it just being like 420 wasn't really shit to him and I was like well, we gonna all send him one and make something like a 424 like, how crazy would it be like he doesn't even remember us and then he gets a fucking screenshot from the exact group of like the coolest kids he ever chilled with you know what I mean and we're all on 420 so we did and um nothing ever came back because we were pretty sure the number got changed cause we didn't try to call it or nothing but like it just nothing ever came yeah. back yeah. and uh the one day he like DM me on um Instagram or yeah on it I think it was on Instagram or Facebook it was one of them but like it was like I messaged him like two or three times and he had messaged back like he's like super local like he's not like a like Hollywood dude who never yeah, respond yeah, yeah. so I think honestly like the number t- got changed by then because it was like months later that mm-hmm. we did that but it was just crazy like we chill with him but that moment was like I was rapping you know that was years later after I had you know around the same time as like I had started rapping or whatever mm-hmm. but my whole point was is like that was something that. Definitely was like, yep, I'm doing that. 
I want to do that. I want to like, I want to do that right there. This man gets paid to drive around the country because he was, we talked about what he was doing and what his tour was like, every place he chilled with, all the fans he got to chill with. He's like, bro, I've smoked some of the best weed I've ever had in my whole life on this tour. Mm -hmm. He's like, and it's always with like kids, bro. He's like, I'm going to always do this. I'm always chilling with the kids, bro, because that's where it's at. And I just remember like the four or five times we, I've seen, like we went and saw Wiz and it's just every time it was like, we saw him at small venues, saw him at big venues. I've seen so many rappers because mm-hmm. that's what I did before I ever went thought concerts, I was going to yeah. be in like in that. I just always went to shows. Mm-hmm. So I always was the dude turning up for openers. So if you're out there, that's another message, bro. Turn up for the fucking openers, bro. If they're fucking going up there, at least, at least look, even if they're trash, give them the head bop. They're on the stage. You're not up there, all right? Give them the fucking head bop. If, give, that's what I do. I at least give them the fucking head bop. But if, if they're fire... Don't be that nigga that's standing around waiting for somebody to go crazy and 15 more people to go crazy. Just mm-hmm. start it. Because then I promise you, get your homie to start it. Get your homie a homie to start it. Y'all, like, we're fucking all adults. If you're 13 watching this, we're adults. You're an adult. You, you talk to your fucking parents like you're an adult. You know you do if you're listening to this and you live in America because that's just the American culture. So you know, enjoy. All right, enjoy it. It's so, life is so short. Fucking enjoy that shit. Enjoy the concert. Enjoy the opening acts because, dude, Kanye was an opener at one point. Mm-hmm. Chance was an opener at one point. Mm-hmm. These dudes rapped in coffee shops. These dudes rapped on corners. They rapped at people. They stood around in circles and did that. Biggie was an opener. These guys were openers. Pac was an opener, all right? Mm-hmm. Like, Give them the fucking head bop, all right? Give them the head bop because eventually they might not be and, like, they'll remember that shit. They remember that shit in the towns that show them love, especially if it's their hometown, especially if you were the only fucking one doing it. They remember that shit. And, like, usually nine times out of ten, they'll be there again. And the next time they're there, and if you're there because they're opening up for the same fucking big act or another big act, you're going to see them and you're going to, you know, they're going to show that love, bro. And, like, next thing you know, you might be fucking helping them or they might help you or they might have a clothing brand that you never knew about that inspires some shit that you got going on, you know? There's there's a million things going on in the world. Sounds like something that's happening right now. There's a million things going on in the world. There's a million things going on in the world. There's trillions of things going on in the world. And there's a million people doing it, billions of people doing it. So be one of them. Absolutely. So tell the people where they can find you at, where they can uh, look you up at, you know what I'm saying? Where they, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The links, the plugs. Yeah, let's do it. So, you can find me directly, Skosley. No, nah, for real. You can find me, Skosley, at, um, at Skosley, S-K-O-Z-Z-L-E-E. Okay? S-K-O-Z-Z-L-E-E. And the pronunciation, Skosley. That's it. It's not Skosel, not Skosley, not Skosley. It's just Skosley. And if you can't say that, just say Skos. All right. The name comes from my favorite rappers. All right. I love like Big Crit, Boz, Cole, all of them. So I try to translate. I try to get all their names and figure out what I come up with. And I came up with a million different ones. And I figured because that's what my music at the time that I was trying to like get a name for myself and find my sound, which I don't have. I have a million. And that's there's nothing wrong with that either. If you have a million sounds, fucking have them. But again, that's where the name comes from. It's at Skosley. The other, the other thing, the brand. This is so important. Absolutely. Okay, the brand, the lifestyle, the movement. Good health is good wealth. It's good weather. My boy got that. I got merch coming. A, a fucking whole. It's, it's shit's coming. All right, but regardless, good weather. It's at G O O D W E A T H E R seven 
two two numeric seven two two okay good weather seven twenty two that's what it is all one word and when you say good weather it's all one word if you spell it if you write it out it's not good space weather it's just good weather geo like the whole fucking thing is one word so if you want to say it fast say it fast if you want to say it slow say it slow if you want to say it like it's two words it's fine but write it one word all right. It's always good weather in the gazebo, man. And then one other thing, real quick, I got to do a real quick shout out. Shout out the gazebo room because these dudes are crazy. If you're already here watching this, obviously you know about it. But uh, if you're scrolling through and this comes up on the explore page somewhere, please stop. Check this shit out. Check out the other videos. They're crazy. Mm -hmm. There's a lot, a lot of good content on there. There's a lot of great content on the way. These dudes are doing something crazy. Shout out the boy. Shout out the boy. Come on, bro. Plug yourself in, Jameson. man. Jameson. Plug Jameson, yourself in. What's the brother? He's over there chilling. Jameson. Plug yourself in, bro. I, I'm taking a shout-out moment. So, I'm, everybody, man, get your get your yeah. two in here, bro. You in on the podcast. Absolutely. You too, yeah, my boy. Yeah. Shout-out, man. I need you, you in this. Here. I need you in this, bro. Come over here, bro. Get over here for a second, bro. Get over here for a second. Real quick. I need you to say hi, bro. I need this. This is fucking important, brother. What's up, man? It's your man, Spade Rock, man. You're chilling. Oh, tell, where, tell people where they can find you at, man. Tell them where they can find you at. Your uh, socials and all that. Uh, this is regular shit. Um, Instagram, you know, uh, Facebook, but I don't really be on Facebook like that. Uh, music on Spotify. Um, all the streaming music platforms, regular stuff. And I'm sure my man got the same thing. Look him up too. Find me on Instagram mainly only. Yeah. Instagram only. I don't have ins I don't have a uh, Facebook. I don't have Twitter. I don't have nothing else. Just Instagram. Hit me on there. Find me on there. there Music is coming. It's going to be on all the majors. It's going to be on all the majors. There is actually a mixtape. I don't know if y'all know about it. There is a mixtape out that is a compilation mixtape with the artist that I was telling you about that I opened up for. I ended up making a mixtape with him not that long ago in 24 hours. We did a 24-hour mixtape. All the beats were free off YouTube, so it's not a mixtape we are using for any monetization. Um, we actually did credit everybody. But that mixtape is out on Spinrilla, I believe. Um, so you can go listen to it on there. The yeah. link is, I think, still in my bio. If not, it's uh, you can find it through Drewski uh, or at Cousin Drewski, C-U-Z-Z-I-N underscore Drewski, D-R-E-W-S-K-I-I, Drewski, Cousin Drewski. Uh, that's my boy from Baltimore. He's got crazy content out there, a.k.a. Big Trust. He was on the news. He's doing his thing. And then I want to plug in my boy. I want to plug in my boy uh, Ant Live, bro. I want to plug in my boy Anthony Verdini. That's my brother, bro. I want to plug in my boy um, uh, Vito, uh, Vito, Don Vito Di Piero, dude. That's the bro. Follow him at Blessed and, Blessed and Appreciative. Follow my boy Fetro Banks. That's my boy, Fetro. That's the dude. That's the homie. Go follow these fools. They're out there. Fetro, F-E-T-R-O, Vito, V-I-T-O. He's got fucking long hair, glasses, blessed appreciative. It's a big BNA shit. Follow these folks. Find them. All right? I appreciate all y'all time. I appreciate you. I appreciate, like, if no one does right now, I fucking do. Holla at me. I'm on Instagram, and I'm super accessible. You can literally reach out to me, and I will get to you. It might not be that moment, but I will actually get back to you. I'll talk to you. I might not give you my phone number and shit, but I will actually talk to you. Like, one-on-one, -on -one, I'm one of those fucking people. It's love like that. So there fucking holla at me. There it is. And we live from the gazebo, man. Thank you so much. Skosley, thank you so much for everything, man. I appreciate you. Jameson, I appreciate you. Absolutely, man. I appreciate Thank you guys so much. Everybody. Absolutely. Love. I love y'all. Love y'all. What you about to do?